Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, a day late but never a dollar short. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you so much for downloading and for listening today. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email the show CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Coming up on the program today, it's all about the Canadian Football League. It's Power Rankings Day, plus some picks for the week ahead. And we'll close the show with today's ticket. So that is all on the agenda. Thank you all so much for listening today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, it's time for CFL Power Rankings. Uh, Let's work from the bottom on the way to the top. And at the bottom, in a familiar spot, is the Edmonton Elks. They come in at number nine. Um, It's just, it's week after week of struggles. Um, I continue to believe that Cornelius is not the guy, and Edmonton continues to believe that he is, whilst surrounding him with an offensive line that doesn't help him out a whole lot, and weapons that don't help him out a whole lot either. So it's a, a tough situation where, oh, the quarterback sucks, but at least the team's bad. Um, it's it, it's definitely a problem out there in Edmonton. So I have the Elks coming in at number nine. At eight, it is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And yes, congratulations. Bo Levi Mitchell is back. Um, it, very, very, very exciting times in Hamilton to be sure. I don't think it matters. I I think if you've listened to this program for any extended length of time, you know that Bo Levi Mitchell being back doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot to me. I, I'm going to need to see it before I believe it, that Bo Levi Mitchell is back. Um, it feels like maybe being rushed back a little bit in this spot here against Hamilton, uh, or sorry, in this spot here against Ottawa, um, this week, but I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in this team now. I I don't believe in the quarterback position. I I don't believe in everything else that is going on. I'm just not really buying a whole lot of what's going on with Hamilton. Um, I I just uh, very clearly don't. At seven, it is Montreal, a fine team, but one that uh, I think has kind of been bumped down by teams ahead of them. Like, I think they are definitely, especially at the quarterback position, better than Hamilton. And uh, I think there's a very real chance they could be moved up over Saskatchewan, um, depending on how things kind of play out this week. But I, I do look at at Montreal as a team that um, it's just been the, the results have been lacking a little bit, and they have had a, a bit of a different uh, a difficult schedule. But I'm going to need to see this team step up uh, against a team that we're not expecting them to step up against yet. That that's kind of where I'm at. Um, at six, it's Saskatchewan, and this is mainly based on the team around the quarterback. I am not a Mason Fine believer. Um, that honestly looked like one where it's right away. It's like, I don't think this is it. Um, we'll see. I've been wrong before, but it, it just doesn't feel like that this is going to go well in Saskatchewan. But I like a lot that's going on there. Otherwise, they're getting some receivers back that are healthy. I still like the defense, even though they've had uh, a few struggles in the last couple of weeks going up uh, against some pretty strong teams as well. I... I still think that there is something there in Saskatchewan. And if they can get the quarterback situation figured out, which say that for the entire league, but if they can get the quarterback situation figured out, I do think there is a, a decent team in there for sure. 
At five, it is the Calgary Stampeders. And there's some signs of life. If you've heard me on Sportsnet 960 this week, I like that they actually pushed the ball downfield this week with Jake Mayer. It was against the defense that allows that to happen often in Ham- or in, in Ottawa, but it was at least a team that, like an actual real football team that is playing against you. It wasn't just like whatever. It was like a real team trying to stop you and they couldn't. They're not good at stopping it, but they, they are they are what they are. They, they are an actual football team that couldn't stop them. So to, to see Mayer actually doing that and take that next step. Now, I don't think he's going to be bombing it all over the field um, this week against Montreal, but it's nice to see that in there. Defensively, there's still some troubles. That um, They're just starting to get to the quarterback, and then everyone got banged up. Everyone in the secondary is, is hurt right now, so we'll see who is healthy from this team. But I really like that the young receivers have stepped up, and there's actually a few signs of life in Calgary, so that's why they come in at five. At four, it's Ottawa. Um... I think this might actually be a decent team. Like, you look at some of the weapons there, and they're all right. Um, Crum looks like he could be the real deal, and he's not just like a run-first quarterback or anything like that. He is someone who was keeping his eyes down the field while he was being mobile. He was difficult to to bring down from a a tackling standpoint for the Stampeders. And I, I just feel like this is... This is someone who might be able to stand out above the rest from all the the young quarterbacks who have come in, given the slew of injuries we've had in the the CFL this year. So I think that, given that, I I think there's actually some reason for optimism in Ottawa going into this week. And then we get into the big three. At three, it is Winnipeg. At two, it is BC. And at one, it is Toronto. Um, That there's... No switch in this. I don't anticipate any switch in this. I can't wait. Like, we've already seen BC play Winnipeg, uh, and we've seen Toronto play BC. I can't wait to see some of these matchups again and just see these teams tested because right now they, they just feel so clearly above the rest in the, the CFL. We, we had a speed wobble there with Winnipeg losing to, to Ottawa, but as I just said, there might be at least some reason to believe that that could be a, a for real thing. Uh, that's going on out in Ottawa right now, to a certain extent. Again, I I don't think anyone below these three are challenging for a Grey Cup. I I just, I I don't believe that. But at least, like, Ottawa gave them a bit of a challenge, and now you you look at these top three, like, these are the three teams that I think have the opportunity to to win a Grey Cup and win a championship this year. I just, like, I... I just want to see these teams face each other more. Um, BC, maybe you could make an argument, should be moved down because of Dane Evans and a quarterback. Um, I think the team is good enough around him that he'll be fine, and it doesn't seem like the Vernon Adams injury is going to be a a long-term one. And then Toronto has just been playing phenomenal football across the board. Kelly is everything that the most optimistic Argos fan could have thought he was going to be, and everyone around like it's just it's a team that is playing some really really good football heading into Halifax this week so there you go those are your power rankings for this week in the Canadian Football League let's get into the picks now um let's go to the game no games tonight so let's go to Friday night football um, and it is, as it's loading here for me, the Ottawa Red Blacks taking on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. As I said before, I don't think believe I Mitchell coming back actually makes a, a whole lot of difference for this team. I, I do think that there could be um, 
I, I, I just... I think Ottawa's better right now. Um, I don't think Bo Levi Mitchell, like I said, coming back does anything. I don't think he's all that strong at this point. And I I like what's happening in Ottawa right now. I think they might actually have something in Crum, and there's the pass catchers there. So I, I think Ottawa gets the job done in this one. Uh, right now, they are favored by a point and a half or two points, depending on where you're at. Uh, so I, I like Ottawa in this one, and that's going to be coming up on today's ticket a little bit later on. We move to a doubleheader on Saturday. First, it is touchdown Atlantic, Saskatchewan taking on Toronto. Um, I, I said before in the power rankings, Mason fine. I just don't think is it. I'm going to need to see it before I believe it. Um, getting one to three receivers back is certainly going to help things. It's not going to help things against Toronto. Uh, I think Kelly is going to have a field day against the defense. It's probably going to be out on the field a whole lot. Um, and I, I don't think the fine folks out in the Atlantic provinces are going to be treated to the most competitive football game. So I think Toronto covers that 10 and a half um, pretty easily, actually. BC on the road taking on the Elks. Uh, Edmonton hasn't won at home in a very long time. They haven't won at all in a very long time. And that's going to continue this week. Uh, I think Dane Evans is going to have a lot to prove in this game. I think we get good Dane Evans, not bad turnover-y Dane Evans. Um, and, and I think he comes away with a, a pretty strong performance here. I, I just, it's just such a struggle right now in Edmonton to, to truly believe that they are going to be able to do anything <laughs> right now. So I, I like Edmonton to, 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 to fall in this game. I, I think BC takes it. I, I think that they are still best in the West um, and could make a very compelling case, aside from one loss, that they are the, the best team in the Canadian Football League right now, especially when Vernon Adams comes back. And then on Sunday, out in Montreal, the Calgary Stampeders take on the Alouettes. Um, I liked what I saw last week from Calgary in some spurts. Turnovers were rough. I think they'll, they'll work on that. I worry about the defense. The secondary is quite banged up. Um, they've had troubles getting to the passer at times this year. I think Jagera Davis, depending on if he plays or not, I guess, um, I think he'll help that. Obviously, he'll help that. I just don't buy a whole lot for Montreal right now, uh, as evidenced by the power rankings. I have these two teams separated by a couple of, uh, of spots right now. I, I just... I feel like Calgary is better. I get they're on the road, and they haven't played super well in Montreal, but it is still an evening game, so I think they'll be all right. Um, I like Calgary straight up in this one. Uh, forget the points. I, I like Calgary to, to just win this one straight up. Um, so we've given away a, a few of them, but now let's get into today's ticket. We even have a baseball play in there. We'll start with a baseball play. On Friday, the Baltimore Orioles start a weekend series with the New York Yankees. I think Baltimore wins straight up. Um, the, the Yankees are just... Like, they, they've lost to some pretty rough teams as of late. Maybe they get Judge back. I just don't think they hit enough to compete with Baltimore right now. So, regardless of pitching matchup, I like the Orioles to win straight up at plus 106. Moving into the CFL on Friday Night Football, it's the Red Blacks minus a point and a half. I think they get the job done. I think they win this one actually kind of easily. Uh, well, not easily. It'll be relatively close, but I think they win by at least a field goal. So, we'll take Ottawa minus a point and a half there. Like I said before, I, I think BC has a field day with the, the Edmonton Elks. I don't think their defense is going to cause a lot of problems for Dane Evans. So I, I think BC gets the job done at minus seven and a half and another underdog play on Sunday with the Stampeders going into Montreal to take on the Alouettes. I think the Stamps get it at plus 130. Um, I, I think they get a victory in that spot over uh, a Montreal team that I, I just don't take all that seriously right now. So, Stampeders to win, Lions to cover 7.5, Red Blacks to cover a 1.5, and, and Orioles to win straight up against the Yankees are all on today's 
ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for downloading and for listening and all the kind words um, that I've been getting over on Sportsnet 960. A lot of uh, support coming in on the text line. Greatly appreciate that as always. Um, And appreciate you downloading and listening. Leave a review wherever you can uh, and download wherever you can. I always appreciate it. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKline. Twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email the show couch container diary at yahoo.com. We're going to have fight previews coming up for the weekend's events, plus some talk about Naoya Inoue and his dominant performance earlier this week on Fighting Friday. Um, hopefully to have uh, hopeful to have some post-fight coverage at some points throughout the weekend um, for everything that is going on. And then uh, this Friday, I am doing the Okotoks Dogs game. Um, they are taking on Fort McMurray. Going to be doing that over on Home Team Live, back on Sportsnet 960 tomorrow morning, and on Sportsnet 960 all next week. So, uh, once again, social media, Twitter, Instagram, I'm at Primetime Fine, Twitch.tv, Primetime PK, email the show, Couch Potato Diary, at Yahoo.com, and I will talk to you all later. I'm out.